I'm your host, Nick Ginsberg, and you're listening to The Open Drive, a podcast focusing on authentic living and defining your own path against the odds. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Open Drive podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, It really does mean a lot, and I'm forever grateful for you listening in. So thank you. Thanks for joining us. If you're a return listener, hello, friend. Welcome back. Uh, If you're brand new here, welcome to the family. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I do suggest that you start back at episode one, uh, but otherwise you can listen along, of course. And if you have not followed me yet, please head over to Instagram and search for me. It is Nick Ginsburg, nice and easy. Uh, it's just at Nick Ginsburg, and uh, chuck me a follow, and we you can keep up to date on everything that I am doing, uh, which is nice and exciting. Um, so, so that's fun. Also, Also, just a reminder, if you're tuning in and you've forgotten or this is your first episode, this podcast does cover some pretty heavy themes. So we talk about childhood trauma. uh, We talk about trauma in general. uh, We talk about addiction, mental health, uh, all of those things. So uh, if you're triggered by any of those, just a fair warning that we do definitely cover those. So um, let's dive in. So in this episode of The Open Drive, I want to really do a follow-up to episode one. I want to talk about my grief journey. So what has been happening in the last, I think it's seven or eight weeks um, since mum passed. Uh, I recorded that episode actually pretty soon after she'd passed away. And uh, I want to update you on where I'm at and... Uh, the things that I've learned and the lessons and and, uh, and the knowledge, everything that I've picked up from this period, because there's a lot. Uh, there is a lot that comes from grief. There is a lot that happens in grief. And I want to share my experience because grief is something that we're all going to go through. It is not something that we can ever avoid. And so I figure it is important for me to share my experience so that if your experience is slightly similar at least you know that someone else has gone through it and felt a similar way. Uh, And if your experience is completely different, which there's a good chance it will be, at least you know that other people are experiencing grief as well. So as always, I think it's very important that we share our stories. So following on from episode one, mum passed on the 3rd of April and it feels like a lifetime and also yesterday that she went. Um, One thing, and I think I may have mentioned this in episode one, no one really prepares you for grief at all. Uh, And even you listening to this now, it's not going to prepare you for grief. Uh, It's more to let you know that everyone goes through it. Uh, You can never really be prepared. But I guess I... There are things that I, I, I really did not think about <laughs> when mum uh, passed. I, I, I didn't know how exhausting it would be. Like, I am tired. I am, I'm still tired. I'm still tired. I, I, I'm tired. Well, there's case in point. Um, I just, I'm knackered. And there are great days where I feel really good and I have a good night's sleep and everything's great. And then there's bad days where I'm really tired and 
uh, emotional and snappy and all of that. And it's just, I think, part of it. But understanding why you're in that moment, I think, is really important. And um, making sure that your loved ones aren't being treated horribly is also really important. Um, so I'm making sure that I'm not being uh, nasty to Ricky. <laughs> so, uh, so there's that, which I, I think no one ever prepares you for. Also, everyone talks about how much they miss their loved one. And I've now understood that it's so hard to put into words what that actually means. Uh, because you hear everyone say it, oh, I miss mum terribly, or I miss my dad terribly, or I miss my sister, or whoever you lost, right? But we all think about missing someone as there is an end where they will come back, right? So say, for example, you've moved into state like I did. There was lots of times I missed my mum. But I knew I would see her again. And so this is a whole nother level. So it's like missing, missing my mum, but on steroids. Uh, there's no way of me contacting her other than me talking to her. Uh, both inside my head and also out loud. Uh, I have put her to work in the afterlife. If uh, she didn't think she was going to die and get to rest, she's got some things to do and sort out for me. So she's, I'm sure she's hard at work, but I can't call her. And that's been really tough. So uh, not being able to pick up the phone and talk to mum has been really hard. The last trip that I took up to Queensland after she passed, so just a few weeks ago, same thing. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, not having that opportunity to go see her was tough. And I'm, I'm someone that believes that once you pass, the body is just a vessel. So that's no longer my mum. But interestingly, we got her ashes and I was at my auntie's place and she kept them all boxed up because um, she wanted me to open them. It was really difficult, not opening them, but putting them back was really hard for me. Um, I stood in her walk-in robe, which is where mum is currently uh, sleeping, is what I'd like to think. <laughs> uh, and putting her back in there was really, really, really hard. Um, I stood there for probably 20 minutes just hanging on to the box on my own uh, and just couldn't do it. I physically... And I've never kind of felt that before. Like, my brain was saying, just put her back on, on the shelf and, and say goodbye and walk out until you spread the ashes, of course. But I just couldn't do it. I physically could not... It took me like 20 minutes to put her back on the shelf. And of course I was crying and all of that stuff, but that was really hard. And that's not something that I uh, ever thought would happen. Um, that was a surprise in the grief journey that I wasn't ready for. But not being able to hear mum laugh or talk or get her advice. And she had dementia. So the conversations that we had were pretty uh, same old, same old. But even still, to be able to talk to her and to call her after work and hear her voice and talk to her about the things that we talked about, I just don't get to do that anymore. And that that has been hard for me. 
But there's also been throughout this sort of journey, some really important lessons that I think for me, they're really important lessons. And I I wanted to share those. The first is letting people help. I've, this is a theme with me. I mean, if you've listened to more episodes of my podcast, you'd understand that this is a bigger theme for me than (laughs) anyone else, but I'm not very good at letting people help. But particularly at this point when I lost mum and so much was running through my brain, there were moments where my family wanted to do stuff and my initial thought is, oh, no, it's fine. I can do it. I don't mind doing it. I'm happy to do it because I don't want to burden anyone, right? But I didn't. I let them help and it's the best thing I could have done really was such a good thing. My cousin Dina drove me to pick up Ricky the day after mum died. And that was, that, I mean, is, it sounds like such a simple thing, but it it just meant so much to me because I didn't have to think about driving, right? I didn't have to think about where I'm going or what are the cars doing around me? I could just sit and talk with her. That was really important them helping uh, in terms of we had a small celebration of life for mum and them helping with that, delegating stuff, which is something I'm horrible at. It was so much help. It was so good. And so I think it's taught me to not feel like I have to do everything all the time still. So that's been a nice uh, sort of helper, I'd say. The other thing I want to talk about, and this is probably going to be kind of a bigger thing, I think, is the, the people often talk about that you never know what someone's going through. We hear it all the time, right? Treat people with kindness, you never know what they're going through. And I think I've always been all in for that. I, I think of myself as quite a kind person. Um, I'm quite empathetic and I, I am conscious of how people must be feeling, etc., etc. But until mum died, I really, uh, my brain, I don't think had fully uh, grasped what that meant. So the days after mum died, we were at, Mal- at Malulaba. uh, on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, my, my family live in Mullaney, so it's, um nice and close and I like being near the water. So, um, it's very calming for me. And so we were staying there, but of course it was school holidays. It was, uh, Easter, Easter weekend. There were kids and families everywhere and everyone was of course having the time of their lives on holidays, having a blast. And I was, po- I was going through one of the worst times of my life, but no one had any idea and not that they should have had any idea. Right. This is not about a sympathy thing at all, but like I would go and get coffee and feel like I'm about to burst into tears and no one knew. And so I think it's made me really think about this a lot. So I'm always friendly and nice to strangers. Um, I have no qualms doing that. I I think it's a good thing to do and we need to think about how we treat others, right? But really I've been 
thinking about it so much now because you don't know what people are going through. I often think if I'm passing someone in the street or they're serving me coffee or whatever, now I'm like, they may be having the worst day of their life. I'm going to be nice and I'm going to ask how their day is and smile if I walk past them or say hello if I know someone, but they're just an acquaintance. You know what I mean about that going that extra mile? Looking up from your phone I no longer am on my phone when I'm being served. And that's got, I I mean, I'm getting older, so that's a part of it. But that human connection of making eye contact. There was a lovely woman that served me, uh, that served me when I went to get coffee the day after mum died. And she had no idea. But she looked at me, she said, have a great morning, here's your coffee. She gave me a big warm smile, there was nice beautiful energy. And that was lovely. And what I needed. If someone had been a jerk to me that morning, because I had no idea what I was going through, I probably would have flipped my lid. So I think this is a really important one to sort of pass on, and this is part of the reason why I wanted to do this follow-up episode, is that... We need to treat people with kindness always. So unless someone is being malicious or horrible, just be kind. Just be kind. You have no idea what is happening in people's lives. None. Unless they open up and tell you, you're not going to have any idea. So be kind. Be kind to them. Ask them how they're going. Look them in the eye. Give them your attention, even if it's for only two minutes. It's important. They're the main two things I wanted to talk about in the episode today. Um, Like I said, I love these just kind of being a, let's say, a a, a voice journal (laughs) of sorts, uh, a way for me to, to sort of talk through everything that's going on and to share with you. So I wanted to share those two things, but... Uh, In short, grief sucks. Um, I don't think there's any nice way of putting it. You're never prepared for it. And it's exhausting. But remember, everyone goes through it. There There is no one on the planet who avoids this. Everyone goes through grief. Everyone deals with grief differently. So when it comes your turn, if you haven't had it yet... Be kind to yourself. Give yourself space to feel everything that's happening. Give your mind a chance to process. Too often we try and shove feelings away in order to get on with life. I've taken days off since mum died. I've, I've been run down. I'm exhausted. I've needed to take days off. I've taken two leave days purely to sit at home and do nothing. And I did nothing except for play Fortnite and watch trashy TV and all my old favourites. But give yourself time. I'm seven, eight weeks into this journey and I feel like I'm still at the beginning. There are days where I feel great. 
there are days where I feel crap. The last thing I kind of want to say, which is something that's popped into my head the last day or so, and I want to talk to this about, talk to my psych about this, I should say, in our next meeting, but there seems to be like this interesting cycle of, I want to think about mum all the time because I want to keep remembering and I want to, uh, I would hate for her to think like I've just forgotten her. But it is so exhausting to think of her all the time that I also need to protect my own mind. So it's like this, this catch-22, right? And I've, and I'm, I've spoken to other people that have lost parents and it's the same feeling. Um, they've had very similar thoughts to, to me on this. And I just want to share that. I don't have an answer as to why that is or anything like that. I just wanted to share. So you know that that's how I'm feeling at the moment as well. So uh, it's all encompassing, but I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, again, I'm so grateful uh, that you're joining me on this journey. It really means the world to me. So thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you share it with a friend if you think they can get something out of it. Remember to follow me on Instagram and also rate the podcast if you want. I'm shocking at this stuff. I never ask people to rate, but you know, why not? Um, Jump into the iTunes store or the Spotify, whatever, and rate it for me. Um, uh, And I probably won't ask again for another 14 episodes. Um, So (laughs) if you could do that, that'd be great. Um, Anyways, look, if you, by... As always, if you if you want to reach out and chat to me, I would love for this to be a two-way conversation. Please make sure you flick me a DM. I really love getting messages from everyone on Instagram. It is uh, great to hear from you. But other than that, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you are staying safe and healthy uh, and that you and your family are having a great year. So have a blast. I will talk to you in the next episode. Have fun. See you later.